Blog Talk Radio. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's the show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am thrilled to have you on our show today. Let's get right into it. We're going to be talking about signs of chronic anxiety. Are you constantly worried, nervous, and tense? Are your troubles disruptive to your everyday life, even affecting your work or your health? Well, let's look at some of the common warning signs that should lead you to getting help. All right? So this is goes beyond just the common everyday variety, but... Pay attention to the physical signs because they're trying to tell you something, all right? So, sure, we all stress out about a work project or being nervous before a date. That's normal. But chronic anxiety is an intense, persistent, and excessive problem that can become extremely disruptive to a person's everyday life, including his or her health. Anxiety causes worry, feelings of dread, the inability to relax, and feelings of just being overwhelmed. It is also entirely possible for anxiety to manifest itself into physical symptoms, not only affecting mental health, but physical health as well. Of course, chronic anxiety includes behavioral and emotional symptoms, but today we're just going to look at some of the physical symptoms. So pull up a chair, turn your sound on, put your headphones in, and let's get to it, shall we? You can call in on this topic with a question or comment, 323-642-1677, 323 or catch me right here on the chat line. That address is blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com, slash DT Linda Gross, forward slash DT Linda Gross. All right, so let's pay attention to what your body is trying to tell you, right? Do you have muscle pain? One of the most common physical symptoms associated with anxiety is muscle pain. Stress can cause pain in the muscles as well as inflammation. So check that out. All right. Next up, I know a lot of us suffer from this one, headaches. Headaches are a very common symptom of anxiety. Stress causes the tension in the muscles, which then lead to frequent headaches. Also, excessive caffeine can make headaches even worse, so cut down on the caffeine. What else? Fatigue. I know we're trying to light the candle at both ends here. I got it. But chronic anxiety is extremely stressful. 
Distress from anxiety can weaken the adrenal glands, which play an important role in maintaining overall health and balance in the body. Fatigue can result from weakened adrenal glands. So, how do you know if you have adrenal fatigue? Watch for symptoms of fatigue by food cravings, especially salty foods, and difficult waking in the morning. So how to reduce this type of fatigue? Well, meditation, deep breathing, exercise, and the use of essential oils can all be of big help. All right, what else? Chronic anxiety has been linked to poor digestion. So if you have digestive problems, including irritable bowel syndrome, when the brain isn't functioning properly, the digestive system may also experience problems. Serotonin, which is the brain's calming neurotransmitter, is mainly produced in the gastrointestinal tract. <laughs> Who knew, right? Well, they say that your gut is your second brain, so kind of makes sense there. But anyway, anxiety can cause poor digestion and low levels of serotonin. So you want to correct that situation and get to the bottom of what is going on. All right, next up, sugar cravings. Sugar stimulates a feeling of pleasure before causing a crash. Those suffering from anxiety may crave sugar when experiencing distress. They seek a pleasurable feeling when they are stressed or upset. Hmm. So watch your sugar content. All right, next up. Trouble sleeping. I know a lot of us suffer from this one, too. So suffering from chronic anxiety can make it extremely difficult to be able to relax or fall asleep. The brain is rapidly firing, and it doesn't slow down just because it's time for bed. Those with anxiety have trouble shutting their brain off at night. Oh, my. What is a person supposed to do? Well, here are some tips common household tips that you can do to get you to bed faster, right? Get you to sleep faster, I should say. All right. So supposedly there's a sleep tonic. I haven't tried this one yet, but it's worth a try. Two tablespoons of cider, apple cider vinegar and two teaspoons of honey and then water. Put it like in a coffee mug or something and drink this 15 minutes before bedtime. Supposedly, it's supposed to lull you, you to sleep. A cool room. Of course, we've all heard this, right? 68-degree room, room temperature really helps the body fall asleep. Read for 15 minutes, but read something made out of paper, like a book or a magazine. We'll get to the digital stuff in a second. Have a consistent wake-up, having a consistent wake-up schedule impacts your sleep time at night. So if you are always waking up at 7 a.m., even if it's a weekend or a holiday, your brain is telling yourself, hey, I better go to sleep at a certain time as well. So get in the habit of making that schedule be routine uh, in the morning for the wake up, and it also benefits the, the nighttime activity. All right. 
open your drapes right away upon waking, which kicks off your internal body clock. So what does this do? You want to bring that sunlight in, drench yourself in that vitamin D, and it helps to reset your internal body clock. People that are always in dark rooms, let's say you're in a dark room with no windows and no lights on. I know a lot of you techie people like to have that kind of environment. Not a good look. Maybe there are some people that keep their blackout drapes on all the time. This really throws off your circadian rhythm because your body doesn't know if it's daytime or night, if it's supposed to go to sleep or not go to sleep. So you want to establish a routine where you're letting your body know that yes, it's daytime and it's time to wake up. And conversely, it's nighttime, time to go to sleep, right? Okay. Alrighty. Next up, avoid caffeine six hours before bedtime. Makes sense. Some people are affected by caffeine. Even if it's decaf coffee, sometimes some people are affected by that and that might keep you up for hours. So try to cut off the clock with regard to your caffeine usage. All right, next up. Avoid TV or your phone before bed because it emits a blue light, which is a stimulant. All right? So you don't want to do that. Now, if you absolutely positively have to answer the phone because it's an emergency or your work or whatever, do you know that you can go into settings and switch it from a blue light status to an orange light status? Well, looky there. The orange light status is not a stimulant. I'm going to have to find out where that is because that's a good one to try. If you guys know where it is, let me know. Send me the link. I will try that one because that sounds kind of fun to me. I mean, I don't keep my phone near me when I sleep at all. I put it in the bathroom with the charger and I don't care. It's like whoever is calling me or beeping me, it can wait till morning. All right. This one I totally do. Turn off all the blinking lights that are always on, either blinking lights or lights that are always on, no matter how small they are. For example, I have a night light, I have a light on the air conditioner, and I have an alarm clock. So I replug the night light to a spot where I can't see the lit glow. I put a piece of cardboard to cover the light that's coming from the AC. Even though I don't have the AC on, I guess that light is to let me know that it's plugged in or in the on position or something. I turn the alarm clock around so I don't see the solid light. So do what you have to do. These little blips in the dark, especially if you have to get up in the middle of the night and go pee or something, they are a distraction. So don't heed their <laughs> their calling, right? Okay. And here's one that I really like. Keep a notebook by your nightstand so when those compulsive thoughts come through, write them down. You can look at them in the morning. Say, good night. I'm going to bed. I'll see you in the morning. Okay, next up, mood swings. So when the brain is filled with negative or worrisome thoughts, the patience is reduced right? Those with chronic anxiety may have a tendency to lash out or snap at someone who's asking for attention. So just be aware. Lack of focus. So someone with anxiety may have a hard time concentrating or focusing because the brain is generating a million other things. 
the person might be trying to work, but the mind is somewhere else. So when you're with your family, try to focus on your family. When you're at work, try to focus at work. Try to compartmentalize things, group things in a similar manner. For example, instead of answering emails all day long, tell yourself you're going to answer a half an hour's worth of emails at 8 a.m. and another half an hour at 4.30 p.m. and try to organize similar tasks at the same time. It really helps your brain to focus, all right? Okay, so... Even though there's no quick fix for anxiety disorder, but a healthy and balanced lifestyle can keep symptoms at bay. So if you're battling anxiety, visit a healthcare professional and consider making these following important life changes. Get enough sleep, limit your caffeine, avoid alcohol and nicotine, eat a healthy balanced diet, exercise regularly, try meditation, practice deep breathing, establish a reasonable schedule, identify unhealthy relationships that drain you, talk it out when you start to feel overwhelmed, and know whom to avoid when you're feeling anxious. In fact, the bigger snip snip should be trying to take those toxic people out of your life. It's like not even worth it. So make steps to get them out of your life and attract people that are similar minded, that encourage you and support you and boost you up, right? Okay, all makes sense. All right, so if you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about Adversity Creates Warriors with my guest, Jack W. Gregory. He was sexually abused, jail, murder, drugs, and more. And I know we can all learn from my guest on how he turned going through hell into so many nice positives. So if you're wondering how to listen to the show, of course you can listen to it right here in the archives on blogtalkradio.com. Or, better yet, the best places to listen are SoundCloud, TuneIn, iTunes, and now Spotify. We're on Spotify. Yes, we are. So Spotify and just type in the Men's Advocate Show, the Men's Advocate Show. Anyway, all of those platforms that I just mentioned, it has the entire library of shows, all seven years of my shows that you can do a little binge listening and catch up. Right? If for some reason you don't have those platforms, just type it into your search engine, the Men's Advocate Show, the Men's Advocate Show, and hopefully I'll come up on your favorite platform. Right? Okay. What else we got going on here? Thank you for listening to our show today. I really appreciate it. Please tell your friends and family. There's lots of ways that you can show your love if you happen to like our show today. You can listen, call, subscribe, chat, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, advertise with me, start with my Amazon link, download my app, and buy my book on Amazon. What's the name of the book? Well, it is The Science of Mastering Women, The Science of Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. All right? The Science of Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. Where can you get it? On Amazon. You can download in a few seconds 
or what most men do is they request Amazon to send you the paperback, which takes about five days or so. But I think what they do is when you do that, you automatically get the ebook, so you get two for the price of one. Might as well just do that while you're waiting around for the five days. You can start in on the ebooks. So you actually have both formats right there. So that's what I would do. And if you're an Amazon Prime member, you can download that ebook for free. All right? So make that happen. Okay, I want to give a shout out to one of the sponsors of my show, Aaron Clary. He has a recent book out. It's called The Book of Numbers. The Book of Numbers, Analyzing the ROI on the Pursuit of Women. You can find it on Amazon. That's The Book of Numbers. He also has a terrific podcast, so check him out, Aaron Clary. If you want me to sign your book, the first way is you have Amazon ship it to me. The second way is if you already have a book, send it to me. I'll sign it and ship it back, right? So all of those instructions on how and where, et cetera, just go to my website, themensadvocate.com, themensadvocate.com. Scroll down to the bottom, and there's a place there that says sign my book. You can click on that, and it will give you the instructions. I want to thank you again so much for listening to our show today. Please write to me with any comments or questions or who you'd like to have me have as a guest on our show. And also check out my Spotify link. I will be posting it on my social media so you can just click the link and away you go. But we're on Spotify now, so help me make those numbers grow. All right. Thank you so much. And we will, we're actually going to catch you tomorrow. I have a guest on tomorrow who is a high-powered executive, but his side business is he reads faces. So we'll tell you everything that you need to know, whether it's a potential girlfriend or a potential business client that you want to impress how to read their face, and what does it all mean? (laughs) All right, you won't want to miss that show. All right, we'll catch you tomorrow. All right, talk to you then. Bye for now.